0: Hello and welcome to the Date Night Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Russell, and with me is my co-host, Ashley Russell. Hello! This is a show where each week, Ashley and I, we talk about a new movie that's playing in theaters, and we break it down, whether we thought it was good or bad, and whether or not it would make for a good date movie. On this episode, we're talking about Little, the new comedy starring Regina Hall, Issa Rae, and Marseille Martin. The IMDb plot summary reads... A woman is transformed into her younger self at a point in her life when the pressures of adulthood become too much to bear. Uh, I'm just, I'm gonna like stop it real quick. I don't, the movie's not about that. No. Is it? <laughs> no,
1: that's what I'm saying. It's like,
0: it's not, that's not no. what it's about. I mean, she's trans- I,
1: I would say that she got little to put her in check.
0: Yeah. And a, to make
1: her realize what's important in life.
0: A young, like, wannabe magician casts like a spell on her just to teach her a lesson. She's
1: She's, not a nice person. She's
0: evil to everyone in her path. Like a a little magician turns her, turns her little. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that, that's a little misleading. This movie, it currently has uh, a 49% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's not good. No, no, not at all. Uh, And it opened this weekend to about 15 million, um, which is, uh, I mean, that's an opening. I mean, that's neither a hit, nor a flop, I guess. Yeah. It was pretty low budget. It'll it'll get into profit, I think, over time. It had a B plus cinema score. Okay,
1: so audience somewhat uh, dug it.
0: That's okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean for a comedy, that's actually not great, but I mean it's okay. Uh, but I guess a little bit of trivia about this movie uh, <laughs> one of the one of the actors, the young girl, the young version of Regina Hall in this movie, uh, Marce Martin. She actually she apparently pitched this uh, the concept. Uh, which is basically like big in reverse. Yeah. You know, we're not big, we're little. She pitched this to uh, the producer, Will Packer, when she was 10 years old. And then once it went to production, that made her the youngest executive producer in history.
1: I mean, congrats to her. That's awesome. Absolutely.
0: That's inspiring. I yeah, think.
1: I mean, that's very inspiring. My question, though, to you is how do you get, how do you, you know, be able to get in front of these big time producers and, At a young and age. pitch a movie?
0: All I know is she's on a, a TV show called Blackish.
1: That could be it. Which I that's don't. A, that's we pretty, don't watch. We don't watch it. Um, but it's a pretty successful sitcom.
0: Sure. Yeah. So she's yeah she's already working in entertainment, and she pitched this and it went into production. So that's yeah that's kind of inspiring in the sense like you know this ten year old can pitch a movie and get it into production. I mean there's no excuse for anyone.
1: <laughs> well, she did have a leg up though. I mean not everybody is already in. And
0: sure. Yeah, well, yeah. You she's, know, a
1: popular sitcom. I mean, she's got clout.
0: Sure. Regardless
1: um, how how old she is.
0: But so you got to have talent, I guess, to be on a sitcom. I guess at a young yeah. age. And she's, you know, as a performer uh, in this movie, I thought she was pretty strong. Yeah,
1: she was really good. I I really enjoyed her performance in this. In what this did movie.
0: you? Yeah. What did you think overall of the film?
1: I mean, I had such high hopes for this movie because I love Regina Hall. Like, I think she is hilarious. She is great. You know, the concept of the movie. I I, I fell for the. I think you trailers. like the trailers.
0: Yeah, you like the trailers.
1: My whole thing is all the funny bits are in those trailers. So the for me, like, there's only a few funny moments. I didn't think the movie was like a roar. You know, like a
0: knee slapper from start to finish Yeah,
1: like Bridesmaids Bridesmaids was hilarious. And same with Girls Trip. Girls Trip was is one of my favorite movies on the planet.
0: Sure. Those are both examples, rare examples of a comedy that's over 90 minutes. But it's you can still roll with it, even well, though it yeah. goes like up to two hours. Most comedies should not really pass that ninety minute mark,
1: and this one did. This one was, oh uh, my God, it's, it's
0: close to like one hundred and ten minutes, and you feel it. and it's uh, I think comedy more than any other genre. if the timing is off, you really feel it in the pacing. Um, that timing has to be dead on, scene to scene. Yeah. Or else it really just feels like it, it kind of drags. Yeah. And that may have been a problem here. I so. mean,
1: I did like it. I mean, it was it was it was passable. Passable. I'm not saying that it was dog shit or anything, but you know,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it was passable. Okay. And you know, I, I wouldn't.
0: You wouldn't give it an F.
1: I wouldn't give it an F. I sure. wouldn't give it an A. Right. I, I yeah, I did think it was a little long. I mean, obviously I love when it's filmed in Atlanta cuz it was filmed in Atlanta and it was pretty cool seeing the Atlanta skyline.
0: Regina Hall's character, she has a pretty nice uh penthouse apartment with a skyline view. Really nice location. Yes. I mean, yeah, it's this is another movie kind of like what men want where the main character is this like high-powered Atlanta career gal. Yeah who's kind of a a bitch to everyone kind of evil this i thought they made her kind of cartoonishly evil
1: i thought so too like to
0: the to the point where like she seems unredeemable or like you don't even want to see her be redeemed because she's she's just so awful to everyone in her path Uh, like
1: everyone including kids like she like literally pushes kids out of her way
0: like uh, i mean the valet like everyone is just uh, like trash to her and it's And then it calls into question, like, how do you become that successful when you have like such horrible interpersonal skills? She's
1: personable to her clients.
0: I I, I guess, yeah, she sucks up to the right people. Is that it? She has a lot of people working under her. To me, it's kind of a stretch, like that this many people would be willing to work for such a intolerable person. Yeah, but uh, I mean, that's that's kind of how they pitch her—a little exaggerated, almost like Cruella De Vil.
1: <laughs> she did overplay. I, I don't it. think it's I don't
0: think it's Regina Hall. I think it's the script. Yeah, I mean, she's doing the best. Everyone's doing the best that they can. She
1: looks really good in this movie, Regina Hall.
0: Sure thing. Yeah, all, looked, all the actors are looking good. Men looked, and women yeah. are looking are looking good in this movie. I was
1: like, okay, there's
0: some dick candy.
1: There was there was yes there was good looking men in this film.
0: <laughs> we got some like Justin Hartley and some Luke James. Yeah,
1: that was fun. As
0: some of the the love interests? Yeah. Overall, I thought they were pretty bland as characters. They're oh, literally they just did. in there.
1: Yeah, they did.
0: We got to put a memoriam on characters being introduced with like slow mo shots, uh, you know, with like sultry music playing, it, like men or, or women. I'll
1: allow that with Justin Hartley, though. We got to we
0: got to just cut. We got to stop doing that. That is that's a visual cliche. It's it, we don't need that anymore. We can just see on the on the character's face, like oh, they find this other person attractive. I mean. If, who- if, who, just who
1: doesn't find Justin Hartley attractive? I, don't. I mean,
0: sure. No, I mean, good looking guy. I mean, just get rid of that. Get rid of that shot. It's overused. It's, it, a, it's a visual cliche. You know,
1: I, I don't have anything. Like you're try, you're it. trying
0: to get the audience like, hmm.
1: Were you like that?
0: For Justin Hartley? Yeah, you
1: bet. Heck yeah.
0: Good looking man. There's, a, I mean, there's another scene where uh, the Luke James character, he just does like a straight up the, a strip tease. He does. For the ladies, right? I mean, yeah, this movie, I I think it caters to women. 100% Uh,
1: it caters to women. Yeah,
0: and I mean, that's fine. Uh, I just wish it was funnier. I just, I wish there were more... Yeah, it could
1: have been, it could have been a lot funnier. I, I thought the jokes, most of the jokes fell flat. I, and I really enjoyed what men want, and I, I thought... You didn't like it, but I did.
0: Well, this is the third. I mean, look, there aren't many comedies, studio comedies being produced anymore these days. But we've seen this is the third comedy we've seen uh, after What Men Won and after Isn't It Romantic. Yeah. And yeah, for me, like it's like we're striking zero each time. (laughs) Like there hasn't been a good comedy in my book so far this year. Last year we had Game Night. Which is you loved game Night. One of the best comedies of the decade. but yeah, this year we're we're, we're starving, I think, for some good comedy.
1: I think we need good, com- uh, good People need comedy comedies. right now. I
0: think the comedy genre, honestly, it's become kind of a victim of the superhero genre because that's...
1: I don't think that's it. I think You don't think so? I think comedians now are, you know...
0: I'm talking big screen comedy.
1: I, I know. Uh, but I'm talking about comedians now. Their stuff has to be so watered down so they don't offend anybody
0: anymore. I think people get their comedy kicks through superhero movies. When you got movies like Deadpool, which is just all jokes, yeah. you know, with some heads getting cut off, people get their comedy kicks from there.
1: I mean, you can't beat Deadpool. Again. Sure, you can. No, in, in so
0: many movies. Ryan Reynolds is so <laughs> better great. than Deadpool. You
1: can. Ryan Reynolds is great. Uh,
0: no doubt. But uh, no, I, if anything, we're starred for original comedies, and Little is an original comedy. Yes, so it is. And I like the actors in this. I mean, Issa Rae. I mean, she has a show on HBO called Insecure. Neither of us watched that, but I thought mm-hmm. she was fine in this. I mean, I think she's doing her best. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's doing their best.
1: Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do a girl moment here. But out of everything that Regina Hall's character had in her closet, what was her assistant thinking about doing that gold number? She has what some very doing? strange
0: wardrobe choices. There's, she's at one point she's wearing like cross hatched like leather gloves. Yes. Like the weirdest thing I've ever seen.
1: I, I just uh, I am like, you know
0: fingerless gloves.
1: Be true to you, girl, but like <laughs> damn. giant
0: giant earrings. It was yeah. yeah, a bizarre wardrobe choice. But overall, like I mean, everyone's looking pretty good. Well in this it looked movie.
1: like it was she was in the eighties. Yeah. Like the Madonna-esque time frame where the gloves and then the shiny gold skirt and oh my God, it was just awful. Like why?
0: And that those are the clothes that she took from yes. her boss's closet.
1: Out of everything that, yeah. Re, you know, the Regina Hall's character had in her closet, all stylish, all everything, she
0: goes for that? Maybe it's supposed to be a joke. Like this character has no taste and doesn't know how to dress herself. Maybe that was like a, a subtle joke. That just didn't quite come across.
1: <laughs> and then my other thing is, is that this girl is an assistant. And she had a banging apartment. Like, she had, like, a nice apartment. Like, I turned to you and I said, how is she affording this apartment? And I know in Atlanta.
0: Oh, yeah. She's not living in Buckhead. With no. that, like, on an assistant. so I mean, maybe... maybe. That's another question. I mean, it
1: was kind of like a loft you, you'd you get in, like, the meatpacking district, you know? It's not like...
0: That's another question. Like, what exactly is the business? Like, they produce apps, right? They develop apps?
1: Gaming apps.
0: Is, is that it?
1: Yeah, I think so. It's just
0: it's an app development. Okay. Yeah. Maybe an, an assistant gets paid a lot. I mean, she's maybe, like, a creative assistant. That's another thing that's a little exaggerated in the opening. Not only is she ultra evil and ultra mean, she's ultra cartoonishly rich, like she can afford just about anything.
1: Yeah, I mean, she she pays the barista twenty dollars. Yeah, just, every to day, just to cut ahead, just to cut ahead in line.
0: Uh, well, like what kind of car is she driving?
1: Some BMW electric awesomeness.
0: Reminded I mean, it me, was, it was really me a nice. lot of like what men want. Yeah, like, very similar kind of setup. Yeah, <laughs> these women are rolling with. Uh, so yeah, like uh, Issa Ray is her assistant and developing a pitch for an app called Discoverize
1: because her main client that came in said that he was taking his business elsewhere, that he wanted fresh ideas, because her ideas and her firm has gotten a little stale.
0: And this guy is played by Mikey Day, yep. who is on SNL. He delivers some big laughs. And he was funny. He's in just like six minutes of this film, and for me, he got some of the biggest laughs. And so it's about, this app is like a um, augmented reality thing where it, it shows you the world through a child's eyes. Yeah. And she's working on this before the whole switcheroo happens. Like, these two themes just kind of happen to overlap.
1: She was working on She was on
0: working on it beforehand. That's what I'm saying. She was working on it beforehand, before the whole switcheroo. She just happened to be working on this app.
1: Well, yeah. Where the I guess theme this directly was, ties into was, the
0: magical thing that happens.
1: That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Well, she's working on it behind the scenes, I guess. Yeah. She's been working on it for a yeah. while. It
0: just happens to tie into this magical thing that happens in this movie. And so, yeah, Regina, she's in, uh, just uh, ultra, like, bitch on wheels. And she pisses off this uh, donut vendor slash young magician. So the
1: donut <laughs> vendor's like, daughter okay. is the young magician. She's trying to be a little magician. So they've got a food truck that's outside. <laughs> oh, my God. You do not explain this very well. They've got a food, a donut food truck outside work every morning. And the daughter of the guy running the food truck is the one that's trying. She's a little magician and she's out of school and she's just doing magic tricks, you know, outside of where her dad is.
0: Yeah, She's trying to be like a young David Blaine.
1: And then Jordan, Regina Hall's character, comes out and
0: says something nasty says
1: something nasty and then the little girl comes back in and
0: she's wishes. like i wish i wish you were little
1: yeah because then i could pound you
0: pretty much and um yeah next morning she wakes up little uh, as Marseille martin yep regina hall's kind of out of the picture for a long while and Marseille martin kind of takes over and she's really good
1: I would say that's probably the best part of it is when she's real
0: strong. Yeah, very confident performer.
1: Very confident performer.
0: Yeah, I, well, mean, I mean this role requires it because yeah. she, you know, she's got an adult brain in a child's body. Yeah, I guess my without going into spoilers just yet, uh, my biggest I think gripe overall, like. Is that the comedic potential here feels really underutilized. It does. Like, all throughout, this movie doesn't exploit. It
1: just wants the slapstick comedy.
0: It's PG-13. And I'm not saying, like, dial up the raunch, like, dial up the dick jokes and, you know, like, the sexuality and the F-bombs. But, like, this movie needed a, a screenplay that was willing to, like, take a couple of risks. Yeah. And, like, I mean, this it plays it, like, so safe. I mean, it, it almost puts you to sleep. And just the whole idea of, like, this child who was put into these adult situations because she has an adult mind, just, like, that visual gag feels way underexploited. yeah. Like, just the gag of her driving around yeah. as a young kid, that's- that's And getting barely, pulled over, right? right. Like, like, why isn't that a thing? Yeah. Why doesn't that happen? Just, yeah, just a lot of underexploited opportunities. And it just at no point does the movie build to any, like, comedic set piece or any, like, scene that's going to generate a lot of laughs. It's just kind of like, it's just people talking and then, you know, just scene to scene. <laughs> and, you know, a bunch of subplots that we don't need. There's a subplot where she befriends these kids. Yeah. And what are they doing? They're putting on a show,
1: a talent show, yeah.
0: And what is the point of all this? (laughs) Like that—that goes nowhere, does it? Well, it generates no less.
1: When Regina Hall, when Jordan was a, um, she was bullied. Well, was a A kid. She she did the talent show, and And she was pranked. She was pranked.
0: And yeah, and that's I guess,
1: like she broke her legs because of the prank.
0: The movie uses that to kind of explain why she's a bitch now in yeah. modern day because she was bullied back then.
1: My my question is, I mean, is bullying really that bad? I mean, why why are kids so mean now?
0: I think for a lot of kids, it, it is a real thing. I don't I mean, I wasn't I wasn't bullied like hard. You and I
1: grew up in a different world though.
0: Well, before I guess social
1: media before, yeah, uh, you know, iPhones, I'm and, sure, and internet and all that was that. I fingertips. think
0: cyber bullying is a definite thing, and um, yeah, it's bad, like nobody should do that. <laughs> Uh, I just, I don't understand, like, just the whole subplot with the kids. Like, that doesn't build to anything, does it? Yeah, I don't... It does, does it generate laughs?
1: No. I mean, there could have been a lot more funnier things that they could have done...
0: That, yeah. I mean, cut, cut all school. that out.
1: I mean, I mean she's got to be in school because they social services was called.
0: The closest that it gets, I think, to, to, like, a comedic scenario that could generate a lot of laughs is when she starts hitting on her teacher, the, the Justin Hartley guy... And those moments are in the trailer. Yeah. And but yeah, she's kind of like shamelessly hitting on him, yeah. and that's funny. For I mean, it's I mean, you get a couple moments, and then the movie kind of abandons that. Yeah, and it abandons abandons that character, doesn't it? Yeah, like, like what happens with that? It character? really does.
1: Like I was h- kind of hoping Regina Hall would come back and like
0: what? Yeah, a- and
1: and take Je- I mean, and have Justin be sure. her love interest versus this guy that's doing stripping moves on her rooftop.
0: The, the Luke James character. And it doesn't even really pay off that guy, does it? He? he has like no. a heart-to-heart to her, and then she gropes him as a kid, and then he runs off. Is yeah. that
1: it? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like,
0: the movie's more interested in paying off the Issa Rae subplot with her discover eye. App. yeah that that's where the movie eventually goes that's, that's where the climax builds to yeah and we don't, I don't like i don't care about that <laughs> it's like who cares
1: and honestly you know the the tech design that they were working on was so bad it was so like awful i'm like who would spend money
0: do you mean like the app itself yes Oh yeah i agree and that for me that scene that generated one of the biggest laughs which we'll get into in spoilers so why don't we take a quick break and then when we come back, we'll get into spoilers for Little. All right, we're back. And we're going to get into some spoilers for Little. Just some things that happen, uh, in kind of like the last third of the film, the climax. The biggest laughs for me came at the end when Issa Rae is pitching her Discover Eye. To the
1: client that wants to leave.
0: She's pitching it to Mikey Day. Yeah. And yeah, we see on the screen, you know, how this Discover Eye app could work. And it looks kind of terrible. Awful. It looks real bad. <laughs> And then, right in the middle of the pitch, just as I personally was thinking, like, this looks not good. Yeah. Not like anything I would ever want to use. He just, he cuts her off cold. And he's like, pass. <laughs> and it's just perfectly timed. I mean, he's like, I think you were cold. the
1: only one that, like, laughs at that moment. I think it's the meant theater. to be
0: devastating. Like, oh no, like her dream.
1: Yeah. Right? The company like, is going down.
0: Right. Because we're rooting for her, yeah. we her to succeed. But I was like, I couldn't stop laughing for a couple seconds, and he just walked straight out. And for a minute, I'm like, "That's pretty bold. Like, if we just end like right here." But no, we we flash forward three months or whatever, where she has like the biggest sale in history.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, apparently she got like 19 no's and one yes. And
0: Um, the movie actually, I would say, has a pretty good message. And I think the last line of them, trying, sure, that's one message. And I think the last line of the movie is, you know, there's going to be a bunch of people who will try to keep you from living your best life. The trick is to not become one of them. And that's, yeah. I mean, I think the movie's heart is in the, the right place, and I mean, that, that's a good message.
1: Well, and I, I mean, I liked it too because it was a female-led, you know, movie again, and I'm, I'm big on that. So, I'm,
0: I mean, female-written, uh, female-directed. Again, I think, yeah, we're, we're rooting for this movie. And I think audiences are hungry for a female-led comedy. That's funny. Yeah,
1: that's, <laughs> that's funny. That's yeah. the
0: key. Got to be funny. And yeah, we were not laughing. I mean, a couple chuckles. Uh, but, <laughs> but like
1: I said, if you've seen the trailers, you've seen all the laughs.
0: Yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, Which is a shame. So but at what, the end
1: of the day, like, Regina Hall realizes that friends are important. People close to her are important. She pushes everybody away. Now she doesn't.
0: Has kind of a, yeah, a, like a typically, like, soft, sappy, feel-good kind of ending. Yeah. Lessons are learned.
1: But it was kind of predictable, right? I but mean... From
0: the beginning, it's yeah. predictable. That's why, like, have fun with the scenarios. Like, push the envelope with, like, putting this kid in some adult scenarios... I mean get get creative with it (laughs) like right but they're either yeah like like too uncreative or too unwilling to take a risk with this movie
1: I think it was probably the unwilling to take a risk
0: it could be both it could be a little mixture of both Uh, this movie I think appeals more to kids than it would to adults yeah what uh, what grade would you give this
1: oh I'll give it a C (laughs) minus
0: I was gonna give it a C but yeah like in my heart it's like a C minus
1: yeah (laughs) Again, I'm so disappointed. Like it's I'm not fun so to rag rag on disappointed. This no, it's not fun. I really wanted this movie to like go down. It'd be a laugh
0: a, riot. Well, yeah, You love Girls Trip, and I, it's from the producer of Girls Trip.
1: I do. Like I, I was ready.
0: And the leads, the three leads, the three women, they came like ready to play. They did. Like they're, I mean, they're good company. They're just, they don't have good lines. to give There's no. They're not even giving good characters to play. Uh, like they're not these characters they're doing their best Uh, these these aren't they they don't feel full dimensional characters
1: they don't feel real no right again from the opening scenes real
0: from the opening scenes regina hall she's cartoonishly evil everything's kind of cartoonish and you need look i don't mind a broad comedy but you gotta it really helps if some of it is rooted in actual relatable human behavior yeah you need a little bit of that (laughs) Yeah, and that's yeah. That's in scarce supply here. So um, yeah, is this a good date movie? No. <laughs> if it just had some laughs, it would be a great date. Yeah, because there's there's a if lot it, of romance. If
1: it had, if it if it went and took a little risk, it would have been.
0: Women are more inclined to like this, I, I think, than men. But if it had more laughs, both of them could enjoy we, equally. E-
1: e- exactly. So, um I just I just don't think it was there not, uh, on my scale. Not
0: not close. That's little, directed by Tina Gordon. You can find more episodes on anchor.fm slash movie date night as well as iTunes where you can rate, review, and subscribe. We're on Twitter at DN Movie Podcast. And you can also email us at date podcast at gmail.com. And until next time, I'm Patrick.
1: And I'm Ashley.
0: Thanks for listening.
1: See ya.